This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Welcome to LifeWords Q&A again, the podcast where we love to tackle your tricky questions about faith and the Christian life. Uh, with me on the phone is David Ray. Hi, Claire. Good to be with you again. How are you doing this morning? Oh, not too bad at all. Enjoying time at home, which is just about all I can do. It's just essential, the <laughs> isn't it, to enjoy it? You've got no That's choice. Right. <laughs> okay, the question that we're looking at today is something that probably a lot of believers have come across, particularly, I guess, the longer you go along in Christian life, the more likely the chance of this um, being a reality in your life when someone that you love loses their faith. So my friend has walked away from their faith. What can I say? How can I still be a friend to them? How do we tackle this one, David? Well, first of all, as you said, uh, Claire, it's very, very common. Uh, Grandparents have it with their grandchildren. Parents have it with their children. Siblings have it with their siblings. Friends have it with their friends. Church ministers and pastors have it with people who were once very involved and are now no longer involved. Look, it's it's a very, very common thing. And it ends up being a test of the nature of our love and acceptance of these people. Very easy to love people who are going along with all what you believe and what you think and agree with your opinions. But when they turn against what you hold to be dear and valuable, Uh, It is a bit of a test uh, of our love. Now, there's a few warning things here that I'd want to put in. First of all, when we say someone has walked away from faith, we can't assume a person is not a Christian uh, just because they might have left a church or questioned some beliefs or perhaps uh, not living quite the lifestyle we'd want them to live. Very hard to judge someone's spiritual state. As a matter of fact, we shouldn't. Because, you see, if someone looks to have rejected the faith, maybe they haven't actually rejected the Christian faith as handed down over centuries. It could be some mere outward defiance. It could be a rejection of a church or certain beliefs within the church. It could be rejection of what was a false sort of faith in the first place. Some Mm -hmm. people have walked away from a, a sort of faith that... I'd say, well, yeah, good on you for walking away from it. It wasn't a good sort of faith in the first place. So Mm. we've got to beware of jumping to conclusions there about someone's spiritual state. I don't know what to say, oh, so-and-so is not a Christian. All I'd want to say is someone appears to have walked away from faith, appears. Mm. Mm. May not be, may not be. As you say all of that, it does remind me of a friend who I um, had in this situation who had a very, very intense sort of religious way of following her faith and she tended to jump from one set of doctrine to another and Mm. every time it was very, very religious and intense and everyone was wrong and she was right and eventually (laughs) she landed on atheism and... At the same time as I was sad that she had sort of been immersing herself in all of this atheistic thinking, I did think to myself, I think this was a necessary change because a lot of her faith was very legalistic and religious. And I think that's the part that essentially she was rejecting. And in a long journey, she actually did come back to faith some years later, but it was a much more real Genuine faith that wasn't caught up in religion, but it was a a real relationship with Jesus, you know. Yeah, that's right. I mean, even in my own life, uh, looking back, I don't think I've ever gone right away from faith. But there was a period in my life when, when I was much younger when I walked away from church and discovered faith in a more of a parachurch sort of context and then sort of got back into the church. So sometimes you, as it were, need to take a break because sometimes you just need a bit of refreshing and a bit of a circuit break, particularly if there's some phony ideas of faith around. 
The, mm. the other thing I want to say, Claire, is that we've got to beware, too, of jumping to a conclusion that we might be at fault. Parents can sometimes do this with their children. Oh, dear me, my child has gone away from faith. What have I done wrong? Well, first of all, I mean, many of us can say, well, there's people who've grown up in households that are nowhere near Christian, yet are strong believers in Jesus Christ, and there are others who've grown up in wonderful godly homes who have rejected Christ, it seems. So we can be good Christian friends, we can be wise Christian pastors, we can be loving grandparents and parents, we can do all that, but having done all that, we cannot guarantee that those we love will follow the same faith because mm. they have to do their own business before God, as it were. There's no they formula. need to make decisions. Mm. No, there's no magic formula. Mm. Something that springs to mind for me in thinking about friends I know who have left faith behind or walked away from the church is that it's really important not to then see them as a project and to not let your expression of love for that person to be like a constant, you know, quest to try and change their mind and bring them back (laughs) because that may be your prayer. But if they sense that in your friendship, that all you're there for is to change them, then it's not going to come across as a genuine friendship. Oh, I couldn't agree more. I think that's a great danger that some people have. They love someone so much and they think, I want them back with Jesus so much that they put in these little little religious comments, leave Christian literature around the place, um, <laughs> drop Christian quotes into their inboxes and so on. Now, there's a sense in which some of that is okay. I mean, I'm not saying you should hide your light under a bushel and never talk about your own faith, but I think what you're saying, and I'm certainly agreeing with it, is that there's this constant ceaseless pressure on people. I think the best thing we can do is being available to discuss issues, mm. um, but also by living out a reasonable sort of faith life yourself. So that, yeah, that's being available really to, to talk and yet living out your faith as best you can, I think that in itself is a terrific advertisement. Mm. Yeah, for some of us, I know that for many people uh, who are strong believers, things like prayer and scriptural answers to life's problems can be really woven into the DNA of how we do friendship. And for some of us, I know for me, often I'm like this, is that I I do tend towards having a spiritual answer for everything. And I really had to learn with a couple of friends, I've really had to reprogram myself in my conversations because when they have a a struggle in their life, I really want to jump straight to, I'll pray for you. But I've discovered that you can still absolutely offer wisdom and encouragement and biblical truth without it sounding biblical, without spiritualizing it. And I think it's like if you can think of it as ministry by stealth in a way because we we still carry God's presence and God's wisdom wherever we go and it doesn't have to look like it's packaged in a, in a Christian box. That's so right, yes. I, I'm very reluctant to for those who in this category have wandered away from faith of saying, I will pray for you. Now, in certain circumstances, it can be okay to do that and it may be appreciated. But like you, I think it's very important to avoid the terminology that we would normally use because, you see, the thing is, it can be misunderstood Mm. or it can be even a sign of, oh, look, I'm spiritually attuned, whereas you are not. You know, I've got a hotline to God, whereas you haven't. Or I'll Uh, fix you, you have a problem. That's that's exactly (laughs) right. I don't think we have to mouth all these religious words and go all spiritual, as you say, Mm. in order to be a witness for Jesus. I think we can do the things that Jesus wants us to do by offering wise counsel as needed to bear 
bear burdens as needed to live out some sort of positive life and we don't need to sort of say or use all our spiritual vocabulary to show listen here I'm I'm in and you're out uh, because that's the way it can sometimes be interpreted I think you can pray for someone without saying I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. yeah, I heard a really good quote the other day. I was watching a message by Nicky Gumbel from Holy Trinity Brompton Church, and he's done so much work in the area of reaching out to people outside the faith, and he used this phrase, don't try to win the argument. Instead, aim to win the person, and then they will mm. keep coming back. And I think that's yeah. such a good principle. You know, it's more important than winning a theological argument, even convincing someone that God is real. More important is your relationship. And if you have a relationship with a quality that wants people to keep coming back to you, then you have something lasting, you have a lasting link. And through that link, maybe one day they will find God again in their own time, you know? That's right. If you're not trying to market a product, you are trying to maintain a loving relationship. The important thing is to maintain that relationship, to have that availability, because there can be a time when that person who's wandered away comes back and says, uh, love very much like the prodigal son, listen here, I made a mess of what can I do? Now, if you have burnt your bridges, as it were, by coming on all heavy with your Christian faith and demanding that they change before you love them and accept them, they may not have that relationship with you to come back to. So if we erect walls, walls of rejection, walls of superiority, walls of moralistic judgment, we have um, burnt those bridges, we've got walls instead, and the relationship is under threat. God still loves them, God still pursues them, God still cares for them. And uh, so should we. And just as you say that, something springs to mind, which I learnt some years ago when I was watching a parenting series. <laughs> and, mm. um, and I learnt a lot from that because it taught me about how God gives us freedom. The principle was we need to raise our children in an environment of freedom because God does give us our freedom of choice. And so I think the same thing can apply. It can help us actually really earnest Christians that want to win someone back to the faith can help us to remember that God gives us freedom. And so we're actually expressing God's heart by allowing our friend the freedom to make their own choice. That's exactly right. And that's where it's such a test of love and acceptance that I have got to love that person and also acknowledge the fact that they are rejecting what might be dear to me and they are making some choices which may not be right. But my prayers, my love for them, my earnest Christian witness cannot guarantee that they are going to come back on track, as it were. But I am obliged to live as a Christian, to build those bridges rather than walls, irrespective of the outcome. Because as you say, the Lord has given us freedom and I have got to love that person irrespective of the choices they've made. And that requires a lot of supernatural help. Mm, yeah, awesome. Supernatural help is something we can get as we pray for them. And um, we can do that in private anytime we like. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. No one yep. can stop us praying. No one can stop us praying. <laughs> so yeah. true. Good to chat about this topic, David. I, I'm sure that that's helped a lot of people. And if you have been listening and found this helpful, please remember to share the episode with your friends and subscribe to the podcast. And if you have a question that's been on your mind about the Christian faith, do send us an email to lifewords at hopemedia.com.au and we'll look at it on the podcast. 
Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.